just assume that Adam has like <clears throat> terabytes of like blackmail material. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, All before the before we actually start recording. Oh well, it's too late. Okay. Um, <laughs> I can edit stuff out. Um, do we want to talk about what we're going to do for Resident Evil, or are we just going to do Resident Evil? Should we talk about our yeah, Resident fine. Evil plans? Okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. All right. All right. So now I don't have to edit that out. Now you don't have to edit that out. <laughs> Perfect. Sweet. All right. So I think today we're going to talk about Apocalypse Now, which seems strange, but... That's how I feel every, every day. It's just Monday. We're not actually yeah. talking about the movie. It's just Monday. Yeah. Uh, we're going to oh, talk- I've never seen the movie. It doesn't matter. That's- oh, Okay. It's kind of related. Kind of related. Uh, we're going to we'll talk about to Overwatch again because Overwatch is cool. Because nobody can get enough Overwatch, right? right? Mm-hmm. Now, is it, is it EVO 2017? I think it's EVO. EVO 2017. And that's how out of the loop I am. So I'm just going to be quiet during that part. What's that? So I guess so are you. It's just exactly. talking to himself. No. Okay. Um, and uh, then we're going to talk about some Resident Evil stuff. I'll do a puppet show. It'll be great. Because that'll, that translates really well <laughs> I will to a describe podcast. the puppet show. Oh. <laughs> play by play. You can do color. We'll talk cheap games, we'll talk free games, and then we'll talk some little mobile games. Okay. But first we're going to talk about your games. What about my games? What about your uh, games? What I'm playing? Yeah. Okay, because I don't have the show notes in front of me, so I'm just kind of going <laughs> it's with It's all right. Um, so I've still been playing The Last of Us. Nice. Which is fun. It's good. It's definitely challenging because I've never really gotten into a stealth game before. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's these things called, they're called bloaters. Which, which is ones the are the fat guys? Yeah, well, kind of. They're the... They're the um, Huh. What are those? The the clickers. Okay, so okay, there's yeah, these things the called clickers, clickers that have like, like these this fungus stuff growing all over them, and they do this like sonar kind of thing. I don't, I don't like them. Oh, I love them. Really? Those are my those are my probably one of my top. But they're the ones five. you have to kill with a shiv, right? Like, yeah, you can't shoot. Them. Or you can use it with a melee weapon or something. Hmm. No, and you can kill them with a shotgun. I don't. Get, I don't have a shotgun yet. I need a shotgun. How do you not? It's like that happens I'm like in a good. half hour. I'm really. I want to say. Unless you just walked over it, right? Oh, I hope not. You could just not I, have a well, I mean, a half right? hour once you start the game, not a half hour including the opening sequence. I don't think so. I don't think I have one yet. Maybe oh. I'm not as far in as I thought I was. I've got a pistol and I've got like a better pistol, but I don't have a shotgun. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've got a shotgun and a hunter's rifle and a bow and arrow. Oh. Yeah. It's fun. I need more stuff. But yeah, you can, can blow their faces right off. So I can remember. It's good. I haven't played it since day one and then like probably played through it in two days and then haven't played it since. So... It, I, I should like probably it. revisit it for. Nice. Oh, I ended up so I ended up getting a uh, one of those PlayStation Gold headphone sets. The, nah. the, the with the seven point one surround sound. Is it actually gold? No, it's just the gold. Lo- there's so there's gold be so and platinum. Much cooler if it was, uh, it was actually gold. gold. Yeah. No, it's just you matte didn't get black. The like a DJ one, pimp. Right? <laughs> You've never seen my like. I used to DJ quite a bit did extensively, do, and I've you? got like a mixer, and I've got the legit like. Were they gold? No, they See, were silver. That's, that's what I. <laughs> did you wear a big mouse head too? I did not. Okay. Well, yes. Now you know my secret. I am dead mouse. <laughs> you are dead mouse. Not really. <laughs> You're a dead mouse. I'm reincarnated sure. into a bearded man body. <laughs> in a sweater. I love yeah, that. I'm the joke of the day around the office because I'm wearing a sweater, which I have worn it's before. It's a nice looking sweater. I don't Thank know. you. These people are dumb. I have I, worn this sweater before, and nobody has given me as much crap about it as, as I have Dylan today. today. I didn't think I was giving you crap. I made an observation that you were wearing a sweater. You have observed you my sweater to, every like, interaction times. we have had today. <laughs> puffy nice jacket man. <laughs> Just because the jacket's puffy doesn't make you any thicker. You're still it makes me like shaft. Like shaft. <laughs> Look at me. Uh, anyway. Except for that whole white thing you got going on. Yeah. Video so games. What? Uh, 
Um, so anyway, so Last of Us, I really like it. But the headphones, it's got the seven point one surround sound. Do you notice crap. it? I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. it scares the crap out of me. <laughs> it scares the crap out of me. Ah, there's something behind my couch. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah. creepy. Uh, so I've been playing that, and I really, really enjoy it. I'm guessing I'm probably close to halfway through the game. Nice. Just because I'm not, I wish I could be one of those people that sits, you know, and plays for six to eight hours at a stretch. Right, I just be can't. amazing. Yeah, I can't. I can. I just don't have. I have to work and stuff. Well, you can <laughs> and you do. You it's called Rocket League. Yeah, well, that's only like three hours. I oh, play, is it? Yeah, I play. Well, three and a half. Yeah, yeah like six thirty to ten. Oh, and what was the other game I'm playing? You played right Rocket now? League. Oh yeah, duh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't have the notes. Uh, yeah, so I started playing Rocket League because I bought that on whatever sale Sony was having a while <laughs> when back. I was like, Hey, Adam, Rocket League's oh, on yeah. sale. You should buy Rocket League. <laughs> and I did because <laughs> I'm a pusher. Are you mad at me? Because you look yeah. very serious right now. Because <laughs> I took my hat off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, yeah, you got your serious hair on today. <laughs> Does he have non-serious hair? Actually, I've, I've seen, seen, I've seen his hair, hair when it's not serious. Yeah. It gets very poofy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyway, so yeah, so I fired up Rocket League last night because I got to a part in The Last of Us that had a bloater that kind of comes out of nowhere <laughs> and scared the living crap out of me along with these things. There's, there's runners which just kind of run around and they can see you. Hence the name. Yeah, but they run really quickly and they can see you, but they don't go right for you. Um, But these in particular are called, I cannot remember what they're called, but they actually go after you. They come out of nowhere and they know where you are and they just go right for you. Sounds awful. It's terrible and freakish and scary because you're in a flooded basement of a giant hotel in Philadelphia <laughs> and you can barely see and you've got these things just running all at you. Yeah. And then when I realized it was a bloater fight, which are somewhat difficult, I said, okay. And I said, <laughs> let's, I went let's ahead put and set this away that down. For a minute. Yeah. And fired up the Rocket League and realized that um, I might not be terrible at it. It's, it, you know, I think that's actually the biggest bonus about Rocket League is that you can. Get into it and like almost immediately be productive, especially if you're playing with mm-hmm. other good people. Um, in that, as long as you kind of get the fundamentals down, you can you can you can be pretty good. And then everything past that is just like this slow. Like I'm sure that if you went in and like practiced, you know, if you if you right. you know legit, just like I'm spending seven hours dribbling today, you could. And people do. Like I mean, there are dribbling. Li- oh yeah, yeah. I mean, practice dribbling, practice doing aerials, practice. I mean, there's all What's sorts of things. Dribbling. Like you do with a soccer ball, but you just do it in front of your I car. Mean, yeah, I guess just practicing hitting a ball in oh, yeah, front just of redirecting you it in front of you. Oh, yeah. oh, okay, okay. I was I like, mean, I was like, can you legit like bounce on top of the ball and bounce your card? He's thinking no, basketball. No, that's dribbling. basketball. Yeah, I know. No, yeah, soccer dribbling. Okay, soccer yeah, yeah. so different, but yeah, like you're kicking the ball ahead of you. Yeah, and then the ball ahead you of you in front of your car. Keep chasing after, and you kind of keep kicking it ahead. Yeah, of you. Oh, but not too but far. But like, not so you like kick it, like shank it off to one side, and then like, ah, I hope someone yeah. else gets it. But I mean, like, there are people. Well, and you can like get I'm it to like rest on your that. hood. You can. I mean, there's all sorts of things what? you can do. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. Go look at like go watch when we're done here. Go watch like a Rocket League freestyle video. You'll be amazed what people can do. Like I was really happy with myself that I was able to pull off that that side. Sideways bounce. Oh right, thing. I'm I'm happy when the ball goes forward, like away oh, yeah, yeah, from yeah. my goal. <laughs> like that's I'm happy when I don't hit it into the opposing team's yeah, yeah, goal. Yeah. No, you want to hit. I it mean, your into own my own goal. goal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I, I think the nice thing about it is, it's past that. Like everything past that is just like this real smooth transition. You just like get nominally better every game you play, mm-hmm. to the point of where better I look at myself or and luckier. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> right. Like I don't know if I'm legit any better than I was like a hundred hours ago, but I know that I'm playing against better people and I'm not doing any worse. So I have to assume that I'm okay. better than I was. But it's it's <laughs> a really it. The game never really feels like I've ever quite mastered it. Just like that, I'm I'm progressing at a. A pace I, where I get better. Yeah, after playing it for a while, have you played it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, we played oh. it together. 
Oh, you're next. It's fun. It's real fun. We'll play. I, my brother plays too. We'll do like a four on four versus people. I fun. almost uh, bought a car. <laughs> by accident, by accident, because I was flipping through and I was, I was yeah. like, "Oh, look at this car! That's really fun!" Click dollar ninety nine. I'm like, like, "Wait, no, don't want to buy it." Seems like I, a pretty good deal for a car. It is yeah. in a game, a, a little game virtual car. car. I have bought multiple yeah. cars. Oh, really? Yeah, I own the Batmobile. I bought the. Oh, you can buy the Batmobile, yeah, and, and the, the Back uh, to the Future car, yeah, the, the, the DeLorean, yeah, the DeLorean. Yeah. What? Um, See, I'm, now that two dollars sounds now like, I'm like sounds that two dollars sounds like money well spent. You're like I'd spend six dollars on that, and they're like, okay. And I bought. Let's see, I bought the Takumi. Which is Bless kind of you. a Porsche-looking car, and then I bought the whatever the one is for the underwater level. So I've bought. There's an underwater level. Yeah, you play. It's I don't remember what it's called, but yeah, you play in like this domed off like underwater level. So you're not oh, underwater, man. but the play, the arena right. is. But you can see like sharks and stuff swimming by on the outside. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, um, that's fun. Like I you're think in I, a fish zoo. Yeah, yeah, I bought the I bought the pack that came with also the, known as an aquarium. <laughs> Good job, fish Adam. Zoo. <laughs> I I've seen the, a few. I've seen a few. Yeah. You would get that. Yeah, I was picking up what you're putting down. He's good. I got the. I think I bought the expansion for the like the wasteland level two that gave you a couple cars. So I've I've spent a little. You get bit like of money the Mad Max mobile. No, wait, kind of. Yeah, oh, I mean, it's probably just not. Yeah, it's, that it car wasn't doesn't actually have a name. Yeah. Like, the new the new uh, Mad Max movie. Yeah, I think you're the only person that doesn't like it, which is kind of yeah. a recurring thing. You didn't like it either, did you? I liked it the, when I saw it, and the more I talked about it afterwards, I started convincing myself how much I hated it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm But a... we don't really need to go down that Fury Road. So, oh, uh, man, but the thing I will tell you about that's interesting about that movie, like the one fact I know is they shot 400 hours of movie for that, for a two-hour movie. Yeah, they, yeah it was crazy, They right? picked the worst of that 400 and hours to put on film. the entire thing is, is okay. like center-focused, too. Like everything's <laughs> either going into the center of that movie or going out of the center of that movie. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That's fun. Yeah, the cinematography in that movie's cool. Yeah, yeah there's really... a lot of cool stuff about that movie, but you didn't like the, the movie, movie itself is yeah. kind of... Oh, yeah, I'm evidently a hater because didn't like that didn't Game of like Thrones. Star Wars. Wait, you didn't like Game of Thrones? Yeah. No, Game of Thrones can you? burn. Um, you didn't like Game of Thrones either? Like Rogue Rogue One, I can appreciate the story and what they were telling, but it's a story that didn't need to be told. And a show called The Magicians. Have you I heard of this? It's one. on Sci Fi. It's no. evidently based on books, and they kind of divert from the series. Oh, you know, I I don't, but uh, my wife does. It looked okay. It's like Harry Potter goes to college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. quite literally. Yeah, yeah. and it it's just. Yeah, it looked. I've seen a couple episodes. Just kind of when I've been in the room, it looks okay. I'm gonna get a lot of haters. <laughs> I'm just gonna go. Just watch Harry Potter. Right? Oh, I love Harry, I love Harry Potter. Potter. See, I don't need. We I have don't need a, Adam I and I have Harry Potter. Do you like Harry Potter? Show. Of course. Okay. Well, same. it's like you've got Doctor Who and you've got Torchwood. Or I have neither. Right. Do you prefer? Oh, Doctor Who. Really? All the way. Torchwood I can appreciate, but it's not my thing because it's like Doctor Who is the bright comic fun. Ha ha. With a little bit of, you know, yeah. heart thrown in there for good measure. But then yeah. you've got Torchwood, which is just dark, violent, scary, bloody oh, adult. That sounds way better. I think Torchwood, right. like the first two seasons of Torchwood are probably the some of the two best seasons of TV ever made. I, I absolutely adore I that think show. it's good. I would just, I, if I had to choose, I would watch Doctor Who. I don't think I've heard of that. It's really Torchwood? good. Is it's it in with, the same, like, Yeah, it's, it's with Captain Jack is the... Doctor the, Who? Like, is it the kind of the... Yeah, Why Captain Jack heads up Torchwood. Why are those two compared to each because other? Captain because Captain Jack's in Doctor Who. Oh. Because the Torchwood... So they actually exist in the same universe. Yeah, and Torchwood well, is a Torchwood thing Institute. within Doctor Who. Yeah, the Torchwood Institute helps protect know. the world. You need for to me, watch yeah. more Doctor, Doctor Who. kind of unwatchable for me. <gasps> I'm too we young. Need a, we need a new person in our podcast. I don't know. So, we're putting in this It started all. like six years ago. You were 20. Actually, it started I, about 50 years well, ago. Well, the new stuff. <laughs> Eight years ago. Whatever. <laughs> Ten. You were plenty old enough. I tried. Duh. I tried watching it. 
It's so good. Anyway, production value. Wow, we've gone way off. So anyway, if you played back to important stuff. Actually, I have a question about your PlayStation headphones, though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they wireless? Yes. And so where do they? Does like something plug into your PlayStation? Yes. So it's got a little RF, a USB. Hmm. RF transmitter. That's kind of cool. I might have to get a pair of those. Yeah, because I thought awesome. of oh, and so I went to a store to get them. <laughs> it's called Walmart. I've but, heard of Walmart. Yes. Well, the Wally reason World? I went there is because I had a couple of gift cards from ah, family sure. members for Christmas. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. So I got them. Just so you know, they're thirty dollars cheaper on the Walmart website. Wow. And I don't know why, so I need to go back there and ask them why. Um, but there is a level up from that. That I didn't realize called platinum. Ooh, so, which is always better than gold. Yeah, but they're like sixty bucks more. Ugh. But you like shiny. I do, but I don't Gold's know if I shiny, like. Though. I they're don't better. like one hundred and sixty dollars shiny. Dang. Yeah, because I, I don't know. I have a I have the Xbox ones mm-hmm. for my Xbox, and they work with my PlayStation. You just plug them into the controller. So right, right. I, but wireless might be kind of cool. So, yeah, because it's got an app that it's... you can download onto the PS4 with all these special sound modes that were designed by the actual game developers for their game. Oh, interesting. So. Yeah, I can never decide. I don't. I, it kind of depends on what I'm playing, but I often don't play with both headsets on anyway because I there's always people in the house, and so I, if I have them both on, then people talk to me and I can't hear them and they get angry. Mm. So mm-hmm. and maybe it doesn't matter, but interesting. Yeah, get them. I think they're great. Nice. I like them a lot. Nice, nice. What have you been playing, Dylan? Uh, Other than with my emotions, <laughs> just like mm. callously, the plot thickens. <laughs> uh, I jumped into rank. Ranked Hearthstone play Ooh. this weekend, but I didn't try to go too far because it resets February 1st. Oh. So every month. <laughs> so not much is going to happen in the next day. Yeah. <laughs> but if you reach level 20, you get to open the chest for that season oh, and get sure. the like special whatever. So Very cool. I made it there and I'm like, eh. Yeah. And yeah, then that's, it I, I resets gotta... and shoots you back. But you do get X number of stars to promote you to the next rank. Based on how far you did get, it's, so. I, I want to do the same thing for Rocket League and get ranked so I can get the special wheels for this this season. Oh. But yeah. <laughs> um, Dylan actually gave me like a we we went and had pizza the other day for lunch and he gave me a uh, I sure a, didn't get an invite. That's cool. Sorry, man. Um, <laughs> every time I'm like, you want to get pizza? He's like, I can't eat pizza. <laughs> can you eat pizza? Not really, but yeah. I would. <laughs> if I got to hang out with you two, oh, I would eat pizza. Next time we go, you can Make come have pizza. You have a salad. Yeah, a salad. Um, but he actually gave me like a, an overview at lunch of how how Hearthstone works. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Like, oh, I've I mean, played for, it. Yeah, and I've never yeah. played it before. I, I like loaded up my iPad once, didn't run, so I, I've never done it. But we were, uh, we were spectator mode on my buddy while he was playing. Um, yeah, he did real good too. He was just <laughs> he's real it. good. Like, yeah, he's he's ranked pretty high, yeah. so he's he's better than. He's played a lot more than I have, I should say. It's um, it's really cool to watch though. Like, I wouldn't have, I didn't know how you would make a card game interesting and. Uh, it's, I mean, like, visually it's interesting. It's like, got enough watching. little flair, like, mm. yeah. the interactivity of, like, when stuff, like, smashes on each other and, like, and it, explosions happen. it looked happen. relatively accessible, too. Like, oh, I yeah. Mean, like, I, I could, mean, I could play it. Yeah, I could pick that up. That so. says a lot. <laughs> it's good people. <laughs> wow. Poor Adam. Poor I Adam. know. On a similar note, on ranked <laughs> Blizzard games, I started playing some ranked Overwatch because I finally made it to level 25. Nice. So... At twenty five, you can play ranked, and me and my buddy did that, and we got our butts kicked. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? You see a big difference between ranked and unranked? I haven't played enough, enough. ranked, yeah. but I think there's definitely going to be a little bit more. Just people take it more yeah. seriously, and it does match you obviously with people of your level, different ranks. So <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I've, 
I go back and forth on ranked versus unranked games. Like I, it's weird because I'm super, super competitive. Like I'm, I'm very much like you know second place, first loser kind of guy. Like having kids and doing sports has been real hard. Um, <laughs> like I, like no, no, it just matters that you try. No, no, um, I don't need the participation ribbon. Exactly right. Um, but I mean, I've always been that person too, and yet I really, really, really dislike competitive play in video games it uh, it literally takes all the fun yeah, out i was gonna say does it take the fun out yeah i we i play i've played rocket league competitively and i'm not great but you know I, i've i've gotten a couple of you know things into it I, i've been mid gold ranked which means something when i did it i think it means something different now but uh and so I, I, i'm capable of doing that but when every single win or loss like shoots you up or down. Yeah, it's it's really like you lose a couple games in a row and you feel terrible about yourself, and then like then you start playing worse because you feel terrible about yourself. I'm like, <laughs> when did this start? You know, like this then used you to get be fun. With garbage people. Yeah, and, well, that, then... and I think that was more it is I'd play because I because I only play with one other person and we don't play two on two. Um, we'd get you know just this third person who was this random guy who was either good or bad or you know difficult to play with or doesn't play the same as. Yeah, or they play the same as you, which is also bad. It doesn't match the dynamic of yeah, and so it was that was really hard. And I find that you had a lot of people too that were just in it to they didn't want to play the game; they just wanted to rank up and they wanted to do it quick. So if you get down, you know, one or two, you know, points, and there's still four minutes of game left, they want to forfeit, and because you know, you then you don't lose points if you forfeit, I guess, and. I'm like, no, let's keep playing. We could win this game. Come yeah. on, <laughs> you know. And and you know, a lot of times they drop, so you'd end up playing three versus two, and then you'd lose. I don't know. It just it wasn't mm-hmm. wasn't really for me. Maybe it would be more if I had a consistent third to play with. Yeah, but. if you, I think it's always about assembling a real team. Yeah, right? which I wonder and if that's that the same thing with Overwatch, fun, though. Yeah. I mean, that, that's big. That's what six people. Yeah, see, like, that's a lot of friends to get together one time. I don't know. I don't even have that many friends. That's what I was so. gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> like. Um, <laughs> But you two are the most friends I have yeah. right now. It's I have to pull in oh, other people from out of state. Poor Cliff. I'm just yeah. not. I'm not very friendly. Um, <laughs> it's not that I want more friends. <laughs> yeah, but something you experience in Overwatch too, um, I've noticed is one thing I really like about Overwatch is it's a very objective based game. There's no such thing as team deathmatch in Overwatch. There's no game mode that's based solely on kills like first that's one to 50 true. kills that's really true yeah. so it's all objective based games but you still get matched with teammates who insist on just playing a damage character and racking up the kills it's like you got yeah. 46 kills great but, but that doesn't mean anything because yeah. you did not play you to the play objective, objective. Yep. so that I mean that's always I mean, that's just a bummer when that kind of thing happens because well I think that's kind of that over you know I mean there's it's a very memeable thing about Overwatch right now. You know, like, hey, you know, it's suggesting we really could be a healing character. One of you guys should really do that. You yeah, know? It's, like, the game does a really good... I love that part of the game, though. It's like, it when you're in the character select screen, it says, you have no tanks, you have no damage characters, you don't have enough damage, you have too much damage, you don't have a healer. Like, it's, it's pretty explicit, like, hey, your team comp isn't optimal right, right now yeah. so you should fix it but a lot of people just like stare at it it's such an interesting game it, it, but it's hard to i could see how it could be really hard to get the right team comp together yeah. and figure that out so yeah and obviously there's better characters that fit better with other characters on yeah. the team so we kept getting like a couple of guys we play with they kept selecting the same characters like those guys aren't working like well, I, that's the so, most important part of Overwatch too is is realizing that even even the character you started out on a mission with or on a level with may not be the character that gets you through that you know right. that, you know depending on whether you're attacking or defending or you know escorting or what you know 
the first part of an escort mission is very different than the end part of an escort mission. Yeah. Um, both on attack and defense. So. And sometimes your character is just not working against their team either. And I don't think you should be afraid of making that swap yep. and trying to trying something different because if it's not working, don't. Yeah. insist that it's going to later. I'll, I'll be interested to see how, how competitive play works out for you if, you if you keep playing it or if you go back to casual. Yeah. Um, especially not having a team of six. Yeah. If I, if I jump on with my buddy, I'll play, but otherwise I probably will just play. And you're playing play Xbox, right? Games. Yeah. Except I'm finding I should get this on my PlayStation 2 because my PlayStation's in my bedroom and oh, my Xbox is in the living room. And sure. Like, I'm sitting in bed and I'm like, oh, I'll play Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> but then you have to like rank your guy back up and you yeah. don't have the same stuff. And yeah. Whatever. Yeah, but I'm, I'm actually really excited about doing that in Rocket League with you guys because my Rocket League person's a rookie. So yeah. And my Xbox One's a like level 46 expert. Mm-hmm. So, You're be smurfing so I'll while. be smurfing for a while. It'll be fun. What is smurfing? Uh, doing that. Playing on a... Playing down. Yeah, essentially really- playing, you know, creating another... You know, account or create another so you can play oh. as a low level character. Oh, okay. to, so you're real good. I've done it. Uh, this will be the second time I've done it too because I did it on the Xbox. It's you, you match know. the Smurfs. The, the funny thing is, is it as much fun as you'd think it would be? It's uh, it's actually kind of frustrating because like sometimes you will just crazy dominate on a level. But a lot of times playing with rookies, they're so unpredictable, um, <laughs> and they play such a different game that it doesn't always. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just like you you learn over time that like all three of you going for the same ball in the corner. Isn't going to work. <laughs> and only one of you. Only will one get of you needs ball. to be there. And if you one of you does get the ball, then there's just three of you in the corner going like, "Man, I wish someone was in the middle." To uh-huh. ball oh, oh, I <laughs> yeah, I just passed it to the other team. That didn't work at all. Like so. I think I'm going to pull some sweet jump kick flip right. thing, and I just right before I hit it, some other ass just knocks the ball out of the way. Yep. It's yeah, like, yeah, like watching dude. like four year olds play soccer. It's, it's exa- like when they have those like three on three soccer games. It is it's literally like, exactly so the same. They're like all chasing the ball. <laughs> I coached my kid playing soccer, and it was. I mean, and they played full field 11 on 11 and it was still just like you know 20 kids like moving in this <laughs> giant clump Amoeba of kid yeah it's kind of what is it? my brother always said it was like what's that video game uh katamari democracy <laughs> like <laughs> yeah is close that, enough no, i don't remember what it's called but you know what i mean that like <laughs> i don't think it's that political but I think it's my katamari it's, or katamari, it's like de, de, I don't know, or the I mean, end of Inside, either one. It's, I was going to say, know. like, the end of Inside. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, oh, so this just big amalgamation of things right. just rolling towards an inevitable death. My brother finished Inside this weekend, and literally, it's the second time <laughs> it's happened to me where someone finished Inside, they come be like, what the hell? Right. <laughs> Adam did the same thing. He's like, is that the ending? I'm like, like I think dude. so. <laughs> I'm like, let me talk you down. We'll figure this out. <laughs> the ending of Inside is what you want it to be. <laughs> that was not what I wanted it to be. Uh, anyway. Anywho. <laughs> you want to hear about what I played? I mean, if we have to. I played games. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I finished up Toby the Secret Mine, which we talked a little bit about last time, so I won't go super deep into mm-hmm. it again. Um, but it's that kind of inside-esque, or I'm sorry, I apologize, limbo-esque game. Um, and ultimately, I, I gave that a pretty good review score on our website. Um, I said to buy it. It's $10. bucks. Um, it's not perfect, but it's $10. Bucks. And it's, it's $10, yeah. It's really, really pretty. Like, it's it's really pretty. I, I was kind of looking at screenshots of it and kind of flipping through my videos that I made of it. And it's it's gorgeous. The colors are great. Um, the level design's good. Um, the puzzles are good. Um but, you know, overall, like, if you just want a game to kind of, you know, if you don't want to play Limbo again, but you want to play something like it, right. no reason not to pay 10 bucks and roll through that on a Saturday. It's like three hours a game. Um, the only kind of problem with it the is, game's right? only three hours? Yeah, three That's and a sweet. half. You know, it's not, not bad. 
Um, the only problem with it right now is that on the 17th level, there is kind of a game-breaking bug, um, but you can get past it. But there's just a part where if you die, you the, the game kind of locks up and freezes. But it's it's I, it took me three times to get past it, and then you can you can move past that. But uh, it's fun, you know. It's it's uh, it's got a decent story. It's got really good platforming mechanics. Um, my biggest complaint was the puzzles. But uh, besides that, it's I think it's it's one to one to pick up if if you're into that kind of thing. So that was good. Um, so then I started a game called She Remembered Caterpillars, which is maybe <laughs> the strangest named game I've ever played. But it's a it's a fun puzzle um, game. It it reminds me. I don't know if did you either of you guys ever play Elo Milo? It was a, you probably didn't. It was an Xbox 360 yeah, game. No. No. Um, kind of a similar idea where you play – it's an interesting game because it's a, a kind of a simple puzzle game with kind of like a heavy, heavy story behind it where the, the story is actually um, a, a woman and her dad is dying and the entire thing is presented through these puzzles. Um, What's the game called? It's called She Remembered Caterpillars. Um, and it, what it is is you play as these little teeny colored critters and um, – they can only so like when you start out, you get a red one and a blue one, and they can walk over bridges of their same color, and they can walk through gates of the opposite color. So a red one can walk over red bridges, but can't walk through a red gate. Um, and the blue one can do the opposite. And the entire each level, you're just trying to get them from where they start to these little like pillows that they then fall asleep on. It's so cute. It's and it's beautiful hand drawn graphics. I mean, it's gorgeous, and the music's terrific. And it starts out so I. I played it for maybe a half hour, 40 minutes yesterday and got through the first – I think there's 48 levels total and I got through the first like – oh, I'm going to say 15, 16, 18 of them, like super easy. And then the difficulty just ramps. Yeah. And so it, they add in – um, where you can actually combine the two of them, so then you have a purple one. So you can take one of your critters and like dive into the other one. And so if you mix red and blue, they become the purple ones. And so then the purple ones can walk over purple bridges or red bridges or blue bridges because they contain Ooh. all what three about of them. Blue bridges? Maybe that's probably in the second set of levels. But then, like a purple no one laughs. can't walk. No, that one was good. He didn't even get it. I know. He's like, who's uh, Blue Bridges? Who's Blue Bridges? <laughs> Jeff Bridges. Okay. Whatever. Well, I know Jeff Bridges. See, at least he knows Jeff Bridges. But then, like, the, the purple one can't walk through a red or a blue gate because they contain red or blue. So it, it adds this whole thing. But then they add an orange color. And, it, like, they just – they the difficulty, like, just cranks real hard. So I got, I think, as far as I can get without help. <laughs> so I'm going to enlist my wife, who's way better at those things. We're going to play through The Last of It together. But it's, it's just pretty. Um, I mean – You'll you get frustrated at it because you're like I I know there's a way to do this I know I mean because you look at it there's there's a limited possibilities of to where each one of those little critters can go so you know that the red one has to go here the blue one has to go here and this other red one has to go over here but it's figuring out the right set of steps to get them where they need to go um, but I'm really enjoying it so far it's uh, it's just hard enough to make it interesting but it's it's pretty and it's fun to look at and like I said the story's a little a little deep but it it kind of adds kind of another level to to a kind of complex game. So I'm excited to, to keep trying that one. Um, what else are you playing? I played some more of a story about my uncle. We talked about that last mm-hmm. week. It's that kind of energy flying game. And really, I just wanted to try another half hour of that and make sure it didn't get 
make sure the mechanic didn't get boring before I recommended it to people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I played another half hour and it didn't. It's got, and it kind of kicks in like a story. Like a lot of it first is just like jumping from thing to thing. And then you get about an hour in and all of a sudden you like land at this village and there's all these weird little salamander people that uh, <laughs> you talk to and they 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 help you find your uncle. And my biggest complaint about it is it's hard. Like a lot of the jumps are you'll like – you'll try it and you're like, I know I can make this jump to this next – island and then you miss and you're like i know i can make the jump to the next island and you miss and then the third time it feels like you did it the exact same way and you make it so like the platforming's a little little wonky but that could just be me too um but i'm having a lot of fun with that one um and then finally i broke down yesterday and bought owlboy because it was on sale and i keep seeing that i oh, kept seeing that you know it's one of those it was on steam over the weekend for like 15 or 16 bucks i'm like oh i'm gonna pick that up and then the steam sale ended saturday night i'm like crap i forgot and then like, it was on sale humble bundle for the same price so oh, nice i picked it up on humble for 15 and like if you are having any if you if you ever think like man i wish i could play a super nintendo game but i don't want to dig out a super nintendo just go buy owlboy <laughs> because it's it's just stunning, but it feels like a modern Super Nintendo game. So, I mean, it looks beautiful pixel graphics. Everything's hand-drawn. These guys spent nine or ten years making this game. Um, like, literally, yeah. A lot of time. A lot of time. And, it, you know, it came out a couple months ago. And it's just beautiful. And it feels terrific. And the mechanics of it are great. But it feels modern, too. Like, it doesn't feel like, you know, you pick up a Super Nintendo game sometimes and go like, you can tell. oh, this is good, but oh, it's yeah, a Super it's Nintendo game. Old. I can feel this. This game doesn't feel that way. It feels like it looks like a Super Nintendo game, but with, like, modern controls and just kind of an interesting story. You play this kind of owl guardian. You're not actually an owl, I don't think. You're a person. Are you an owl boy? You're an owl boy. And you're, like, the guardian of this town. Um, but you're also mute, so you can't talk. And, and so people that you know people make fun of you because of this um, and so you've got this kind of sad you know oh. and the guy who's training you to be these kind of owl guardians for the town is kind of mean and says horrible things about you and it's like it's the game starts out as kind of like you're like I feel real bad for this dude right um, but then you've got this buddy who lives in the town and and so your your character can't shoot but you can shoot by picking up your friend and carrying him around and he's got a gun Um <laughs> And so you kind of, you know, I, like I said, I only played like a half hour, but you start out at this kind of adventure, and it's really fun. Um, the mechanics are great, and it looks great, so that's another one that I'm, I'm very excited about about playing more of. So that's, but that's it. I, I didn't play a ton this week. Yeah, you'll have to let me know about that Owlboy, because yeah, I kept seeing it. It's great. Yeah. I buy it. Every, I've, no one has said bad things about that game. So. Yeah, okay. It's good. Nice. So tell me about this because uh, I've heard of the movie. I didn't, but I've never seen the movie. So you're familiar with it, though. Yeah, uh, I think so. Apocalypse Now. And, and I've, wait, is that the one with the bridge that blows up? No, no there probably is no. A that's bridge, bridge over that River Kwai. That's sorry. Different. That's an, yeah. So this sorry. is the one that that's starts movie with out that with that bridge name in it. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one that starts out. You know, Charlie don't surf. They you know with the, the helicopters and the flight of the Valkyries and but okay. ultimately it's so Marlon Brando, correct? Correct. And. So. Who, and, well, Marlon Brando is the the bad guy. He's the guy that they're trying to go find. Yeah, and and then uh, so Martin the president Sheen. from the West Wing. Yeah, Martin Sheen. So Martin Sheen and plays Captain Willard, and, and he's, he's, he's on a task to go find Colonel Kurtz in yeah. the depths of the jungle Vietnam. in Vietnam. And so yeah, essentially, okay. he's kind of instilled himself as essentially kind of almost a like a warlord within. Yeah, he's kind of just like has he's gone way off the to, to madness, yeah. but. That's juxtaposed with, like, the journey to get there and how you kind of become that, I guess. Yeah. Well, um, and, and uh, Apocalypse Now is is one of those many, many, many books that is at least loosely based off Heart of Darkness. So, um, 
uh, Lord of the Flies. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I mean, I know did the you movie. Go to high school English. I, I did. I did. I read, was it's red very badge of courage. Though. Red badge of courage. That was not like that. That's I read a different that. War. Essentially, That's Lord of the, the Flies. War? I mean, the I think so. Yeah, the, the different war. I went to school in uh, high school in Missouri. Missouri. Never so, mind. Yeah. Yeah, we were a little bit behind a lot of <laughs> just about everywhere. That's funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. I mean, the the idea of all those books being that people left. In a in a lawless environment, will themselves become lawless? You know? Oh, okay, yeah, and yeah. so, and that, and that's kind of what the overall plot of this movie and all those books are. But so this this video game is so they're kickstarting an apocalypse now video game, um, which Francis Ford Coppola is a part of, and, and he, he was yeah he directed the yeah. movie yeah so he is one of the greatest film auteurs yeah arguably of all time and but he's actually attached to this project and wow. he's teamed up with a bunch of game makers yeah, from Obsidian X Fallout Devs. Far Cry yeah. I mean all these big games we love um, but all these guys are getting together and trying to raise nine hundred thousand dollars to make a first person survival horror game with strong role-playing elements. So, you play as Captain Willard. You get your mission in your hotel. You're going to go find Colonel Kurtz, and how you get there is up to you. Yeah. Um, But what I think is most interesting about the game is that they're making a very, 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 very big deal that this is not a shooter. Like, you are not going to be far-crying or fallouting your way through this movie, that it's going to be... This game. It's going to... Yeah, sorry, game. Whatever. <laughs> um, but that it's going to be very survival-based, that it's going to be very, like, big role-playing elements. But, like, a lot of the game sounds like, I mean, it almost has the feeling of, like, a Telltale game. Yeah. Where it's going to be kind of thought lots heavy of decision rain trees. When, yeah, you know, heavy When you're rain. playing through this, so you're going to make these big choices and they're going to impact how that story ends. So who lives, who dies. And, and the role-playing oh. stuff seems to kind of fit into it from a, the standpoint of you... Based on the level of your character and things like, I mean, I don't know, but you've got to assume based on the role playing game, intelligence and persuasion, all those things, that different conversations will be available to you based on the level of your character. Yeah. So, you you know, in a situation, you may try and convince someone of something and they may not you may not be able to because right, the level yeah. is high enough, or you may not even have that option. So, I mean, it sounds very, very ambitious. They've got, they say they've got some kind of playable stuff, and and they have a video, and it looks good. I, I will honestly say my guess is that this game will not fund their. Really? Um, well, here's my question though why why take it to Kickstarter when it's a million dollars? Which don't get me wrong, a million dollars to me it's whatever, but a million dollars to Francis Ford. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a million, but no, a million dollars to me. I don't mean it's whatever. West. I mean it's like whatever. That's a million dollars. I mean that would be great for me to have, right. yeah, and I would never both. work again. Maybe, but Francis Ford Coppola's got that in his pocket. Yeah, what they say. Well, and Why I mean, can't he that's just kind give of, it to him and see what legit happens? Question. And it's one of those things that you know that comes up all the time. Like Zach Braff made a movie, and they're like, "Come on, Zach Braff, do you really need to kickstart yeah. things?" And it was the what was it? The follow up to Garden State. I think so. Yeah, the, the pseudo sequelish. Yeah. yeah, and so I, you know, I mean, that's a legit question. But I mean, also, I mean, does Francis Ford Coppola have a million liquid dollars to play with? You know, you I know mean, he does probably. But I mean, there's also his something to be does. said for one person. Person paying for other people's stuff. So the the reason they said they went to Kickstarter as opposed to a publisher is they don't believe that a regular publisher would let them make the game they want to make. They don't want to make a shooter, and they think that any you know they went to oh, Ubisoft okay. or they went to right. whatever they would make them 
you know, make the game they want to make. So, I mean, my guess, I mean, frankly, a million dollars for a video game is nothing. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like, my assumption cheap. is is that it's a million dollars to get it kind of going, and they're going to have to get money from other places. Because, I mean, like a million dollars sounds like a huge amount of right. money, but like there are mobile games these days that yeah. cost a million dollars to make. So, I mean, I can't... But but I think even more that point is I can't I don't think they're going to make it. They're twenty. They've got twenty four days left, but they've only gotten like one hundred twenty five thousand dollars. That sucks. And you look at any Kickstarter campaign and like the money you make in the first day or two, and the money you make in the last day or two are where you make money. And I don't think they've made enough mm-hmm. yet to to make it in the next twenty four days. And I mean, this has got buzz too. Like I've read about it a couple yeah. different places. So it's totally the game I want to play. Sounds super fun. Like I. I can 100% get behind this idea, and like it, it looks like it has the right pedigree, but either... I mean, it could honestly just be that kind of thing, too, where Apocalypse Now is a movie that came out 40 years ago. Um, God, 40 years ago. Right? Isn't that... It must have came out like well, the 30, year we were born or the year before we were born. 37, 37, yeah. 38, sorry, 38. You know, and so... Long time ago. Long time ago. And so, you know... Mm. Our generation's too old to, you know, like that kind of prime gaming generation, you know, people that are in their like 35 to 40 that were kind of original gamers. The the movie, you've probably seen it, but you may not like super identify with it. You know, you probably saw it, you know, 15, 20 years after it came out. Uh, Dylan's generation of gamers is way too young to really appreciate it. Um, It may just have kind of hit this weird generational thing where, I mean, I'm not saying it's a movie that people don't love. I'm not saying it's not a classic. And, And there are a lot of people that like it, but I wonder if the the kind of the Venn diagram of people that are the right age to like it and gamers yeah. just don't mix. Um, and I mean, the games, the people really, really, really like Call of Duty and, you know, Modern Warfare and games where you get to shoot a bunch of stuff. And, you know, maybe the idea of a, you know, heavy rain-esque dialogue, heavy shooter doesn't appeal to him. So I don't know. Hmm. Sounds interesting, though. Uh, speaking of shooters, though, the Overwatch Chinese New Year event... Yes, that yeah. sounds like fun. I didn't realize that that was like I know that they they the developers and stuff for these constantly updated games and always going kind of yeah. things. They always have new little bits that they drop in there, but that's kind of a kind it's, of a cool. It's one. an interesting one, right? And yeah. I didn't play it, but Dylan, it's did. a lot of fun. So there's a lot of fireworks and fun Chinese New Year looking stuff because um, it is the year of the rooster too. Yes, um, that's usually not how I put it, but yeah. Yeah, we could say it differently, but don't. <laughs> um, so cool, <laughs> cool skins for for the characters, and this goes on until mid February. Oh, so I it's think. still running. So yeah, get on there, play Overwatch, get your loot boxes, hopefully get some cool skins so, or spend your credits. I need to them, get this. I just need to. I need to get this effing game. Yeah, right. Do, so now, does it work the same way? And again, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to go back to Rocket League because it's the only game I play, apparently. But do, do, <laughs> yes. do loot boxes work the same way where you get a loot box after winning and then you can pay a dollar or whatever to unlock them? Basically, yeah. yeah the, the system's a little, not exactly that, but I think it's, it's $2. Do you unlock it? You can. So if you want the skins and all the stuff that has absolutely nothing to do with how the game performs, you can spend money or you can earn them through playing the game. Okay. So, oh, so you, you can earn them yeah. to play the game. I think game. every three wins or something like that, you get. I actually don't pay that much attention because I'm not yeah, that I'm kind not of person. person. I, I mean, like, some I of these Chinese all. New Year skins are really cool, and I like if I stumble upon one, there's a couple skins that I look through and I'm happy. I've got a couple cool skins from loot boxes, but I haven't spent. Yeah. And I'm, I'm um, the same way. Like, I have, I have like 50 Rocket League crates right now because I. 
just don't care. It's, yeah. And you can't, and Rocket League's different. You have to pay to open them. So it's okay. just not. Yeah, you, you do. Um, and then, and they're for random example, too. So, like, you could very easily get a. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you could get a skin for a character you don't play too, right? Or do yeah, you get absolutely. Yeah. Um, so you, I have well, really sorry. cool skins for characters I don't play. play. Um, yeah. So that there it has its, but at the same time, it doesn't affect how you do it mm-hmm. in the game. But I mean, it's a cool. I mean, I, I like it for a lot of different reasons. Um, I like that idea just because it keeps pushing money into games that. I love, and right. so I mean, if some if someone's willing to spend hundreds of dollars on stupid crate keys, like great, it has <laughs> no impact. And I mean, some of them are really cool. I've seen like the Overwatch Christmas stuff was great. Um, I've seen some of the the Chinese New Year's one; they're also great. Yeah. Same with with Rocket League. There's every once in a while I play against. I'm like, dude, that guy's car is. I mean, yeah. that's, and in Rocket League, it's the only word you can use because they're like animated. I mean, yeah. you know, and so it's it's super fun, but it's not for me. Yeah, I, I yeah. play with a super boring. And car. maybe maybe I'll I'll put some money into it one day um, because I want to support the game more because I, I do really enjoy this game and I, I have probably only played it for about twenty hours. Yeah, and I'm I want to play it more now that yeah. my life's allowing me to do that. Yeah. So, um, and I mean, I think that's just important, like. Pay, Supporting games you like, and like I said, I, I don't buy I don't buy crates, but I buy a lot of the expansion stuff. You know, and it's cool to have a game that I mean I've got two hundred and fifty three hundred hours of time into Rocket League, and that's yeah. you know for for an initial twenty dollar investment, that's not bad. You know? Yeah. True. And again, Overwatch isn't charging me for new characters. Yeah. Like they've put out a couple new characters, and they I haven't had to buy yeah, those. New those maps, are just part new of the everything. game. Yeah, so everything you're you're purchasing is cosmetic if you want to. Um, but back to the event a little bit. They yeah, yeah. Uh, and this is cool too. So if you if you go play um, Overwatch right now and you do their, they have uh, capture the rooster right now. <laughs> so capture the flag was never a game thing, mode yeah. in Overwatch. So, but it, like for example, if you go play capture the rooster and you win your first capture the rooster game, you will get a Chinese New Year loot box. Very nice. So fireworks so, will shoot out and you'll get. How stuff. does how does Overwatch work as a capture the flag game? It works really well, and it's funny. I watched a behind-the-scenes video on how they did this, and it's it was a very complicated game to do as Capture the Flag because your heroes have these really cool powers, and they tried it originally first where there's a flag, go get it, bring it back, right? And then you have characters like Tracer who blinks, right? Yeah. So she kind of like dashes forward. At, it disappears, mm. yeah. Oh, I know what a blink is. So I know she blink. triple blinks in, grabs the flag, rewinds, whoop, back she's back she's captured yeah. the flag the team didn't even see her right that's hard so okay how, how do we do this and then you have winston the big gorilla that leaps right okay he's pretty fast too and then you have reaper who um Can also dis- well becomes ethereal paper. for a second yeah. i guess and well, moves and, around and, and can't is becomes invulnerable go invisible um yeah so you have all these how how do you do Balance capture the flag that. when there's characters like that and then there's literally characters that just walk yeah <laughs> are you only going to play these characters is that going to work is that really imbalanced and so they they thought okay let's once you grab the flag and you use one of those powers you drop the flag oh okay so oh, that's smart. Okay. is that is that smart but yes. they play tested that and that's not really fun because now your characters oh, aren't as cool true. as they are, right? Uh, you want to be these big, cool Overwatch characters, right? I'm really excited with what happens. This, this big gorilla that jumps and he drops the flag. I want to know why can't he carry the flag? That's that's dumb, so right? What did they do? <laughs> I'm very well, excited to know. <laughs> now we go, go play and find out. <laughs> oh, oh no, 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 no! no I'll, I'll tell, it's they basically 
allowed the characters to be themselves, but they did put a small capture timer on the flag. Oh, sure. So there is one central flag. Or no, there's not one central flag. There each is, team has Each one. team has a flag, and there's a, a short capture timer. So you do have to sit around the flag, and the flag's clear. Oh. You pick up the flag and so then... So it's almost like a mix of Capture the Flag and King of the Hill. Yeah. Interesting. I, yeah, then the capture timer is real short, but it is enough that you can't just blink in mm-hmm. and rewind and, and it really That's breaks the game. Um, I mean, when you think about a game like like TFC that has spent who knows how long balancing characters and they only have five? Yeah. And, you know, getting that that balance right like it's in um team fortress classic oh okay um um, it's impressive that uh or tf2 i suppose is probably the the more up-to-date version but anyway um it's a valve game that was based kind of off the half-life engine where they that's just all it is is kind of capture the flag-esque games it's very cool oh okay um but uh you know that when you only have five classes that was a hard game to balance and so it's I can imagine when you've got 20-odd different characters that that makes it very real difficult. That's, smart. That's real smart. And uh, they also tried things like um, you would have to have your flag to capture their flag, right? Because you've played capture the flag games like that. Like, you can't... If both teams have the flag, you can't score until you retrieve your oh, flag. Oh, so interesting. They, they tried all these different things, but they basically came down to... There's a small capture timer. You grab the flag, you bring it back, you score, and that and I I did play it quite a bit, and it, it does seem to work pretty well because usually you have these big team fights, yeah, because that, that's kind of how Overwatch works. You have these big team fights, you, yeah. You're able to knock enough of the other team out that you can proceed with the objective, and that's kind of how it works. It's not perfect, but it is not. But a, it's it, at the same time it goes up for a month and goes away. Yeah. Well, so. and that was going to be my next question. Do you think since they didn't have that that type of game before in Overwatch, now that they've done it this way, and it's kind of like they're like, hey, what do you think? Do you think it's something they're going to keep around? Not in a competitive way, obviously, because it's so imbalanced, and I but think, just as a fun kind of distraction. And so far they haven't, right? Because Lucio Ball went away and Snowball Fight I went away, I think they right? decide they're going to k- keep it. In the arcade section of Overwatch, so it will not be a competitive right. mode. That could change someday. They might figure out a way to make it a competitive mode. But it sounds like they will keep it, and it will live in the arcade. I wish they'd bring back. I never got a chance to play Lucio Ball, and I always wanted What's to. It's like a. It, it's everyone describes and I, everyone describes it as Rocket League inside of Overwatch. So oh, I, I don't know much about yeah, it, I didn't get but it sounds real fun. Either, yeah. but nice. So um, I'd like to try that, but. It'd be interesting if they brought those back in the yeah. arcade. So cool. And how long did you say it goes till mid February? I think mid February. Cool. So there's a bit of time to explore. And like, for example, the Hanzo character, who is one of the sniper characters with the bow, um, and he his <laughs> ultimate ability, he shoots this big like twin dragon blast nice. that goes across the map. Right. So for like for you're the that. rooster, what do you think a he giant, shoots? Giant, giant blue whale. <laughs> yes, two whales shoots. Who would thunk? So if you if you get the cool Hanzo skin, he has a a cool little very uh, cool variation on his what his character does. So it's fun nice. stuff like that. And nice. So what is you? We talked about it when, when we first started today's podcast. That you know, Evo this blah 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 blah. What is that? It's extra virgin olive oil. That's E V O O. Oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom during this part then. Why? Because I have no idea anything about any of these games, but apparently they're fighting games. You don't know any of these games? I know of them, but that's about... Wait, have you played any of these games other than the the Super Smash Bros.? No, so I guess to kick it off, this is... So, 
Evo 2017 was announced, which is the big fighting game tournament. Oh, okay. So that makes sense to me. Street Fighter Five Guilty Gear. Guilty Gear. Well, let's call it Guilty Gear. Um, <laughs> How do you pronounce Zerd? Zerd. Zerd. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Zerd. Maybe that's tenored. Like tenored. Because <laughs> like like second or third. Sure. It's, it's the R D on third, but right. it's an X, oh, yeah. so it's ten. And Super you know Smash Bros. Super Smash Bros. Melee Injustice Two. Injustice games are great. Blaz Blue Central Fiction Tekken Seven and the King of Fighters fourteen. Tw- 14. Is it? Okay, 14. Uh, I was going to say I've played, so here's the thing, like, I've played you know of none of these. I've no. played Street Fighter, both Smash Bros. games, Injustice, Tekken, That is King Injustice 2, which isn't out yet. Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, that, well, I, I, well, I, I what, played Injustice. I played March? Injustice. Yeah, I think March, but there is a, a beta, so people yeah. are play testing uh, it right sure. now. There is a. I've not um, played Injustice 2. Yeah, my brother beat Injustice this weekend, said it was real fun. I love that game. Yeah, I said on easy mode, it's a fun game just to cruise through and play the story. And when I started playing Injustice, and I try, I, that was the game I'm like, I'm going to kind of learn this fighting system, and I did, and it was fun, and I still got my butt kicked a lot. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I love that game. Um, yeah, I'm actually really disappointed that I've never played either of the Smash Brothers games, just because they look super fun. Um, super and fun. I, don't, I don't know how I've missed them, but how? I've missed them. Right? And I suck at both of them. Like, I wait, no, Melee, was Melee the one on GameCube. the GameCube? Okay, so Melee, I sucked at. But the original one on the N64, oh, yeah. I mopped the floor on that ah. game. But these two in particular, pff, I'm terrible. Terrible. Yeah. terrible. Um, but playing Injustice was actually I actually watched a little bit of the Evo from the past couple of years when yeah, they were yeah. on. It's amazing how good these people so are. So is it? So I assume it's just like a competitive bracket in each of these games. Yep, in each of these. Do you games. have to like come put your quarter on the screen? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, very old. Oh. But it, again, it's just if it'll be on in July, it'll be you can watch. Twitch streams. I mean, if go to your favorite gaming websites, I'm sure. Um, they'll have links to all the streams. So I'm, I'm kind of interested in this. Like, I'm not a big fighting game person. I, I used to be. Like when I was a kid, I lo- I was big. Street like, Fighter on the Street Super Fighter Nintendo. 2. When that when that came out on the Super Nintendo, I thought that my world had just gotten the best it was yeah. ever going to get in my entire life, and I would never ever find anything more glorious than Street Fighter Two on a Super Nintendo. Oh, and there was nothing cooler too. Like, I mean, I, I kid about like putting your quarters on the screen, but there was oh, yeah. nothing cooler than going to an arcade and like I got next, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> staying there for. 20 minutes while you beat every single person that, you know, just frustrating be like some dude next to you's pumped five bucks and quarters in and you're just killing him over and over again. And I was never a great Street Fighter 2 guy, but I was good enough. I was a big Virtua Fighter guy. But, uh, which I'm surprised I don't, like, Virtua Fighter is still a thing. I don't yeah. think it is, is it? No, yeah. I mean, I saw there's a Virtua, I, I had no, like, I yeah. played one and two and apparently there's up to five now. So I, yeah. yeah. But, uh, but I think it'd be cool that like it's any time you get to watch people at the top of their field play a game, and especially a game that like I understand. Like I, I really, as much as I want to enjoy watching Dota tournaments and watching you know League of Legend tournaments, like that game is so dense that I, I can watch it and go like, "Ooh, it's real pretty." And I've watched it in crowds at like packs, and you, you, I'm watching I'm like this is cool, and then everyone will go, "Ooh," and I'm like, "What happened?" <laughs> it's such I, a I have no game, idea right? what happened. Like, Wait, is Dota that complex? Oh yeah. See, I, I oh, watched yeah. Kevin when he we first started dating. He started, he was playing that, and I didn't know. What he was doing because all he was doing was just clicking his mouse around right? the screen. And I'm like, what's happening? This, this it all stroke? comes down to itemization. Like, 
and, again, looking at your opponent's team comp, looking at your yeah, team comp, but it's, I mean, do they it's have magic damage, do they have attack damage, and lanes, and then, and are you, so you have to build magic resistance, or physical damage resistance, and building... It's a game, it's too much! And right, then, and that's what I said, too. My like, brain's so, going to pop! I love that. that when, I'm totally into that. Whenever that's I hear great. about, like, you know, like, and the top Dota player in the world just retired at 23, because he's just <laughs> not good enough anymore, I'm yeah, like... he's not fast enough, There's right? just not enough, like, um... What do they give kids on ADD? Ritalin. Ritalin. There's not enough Ritalin. Adderall. Yeah, get me fast enough to be competitive that game. So I, you know, it's, they're just too complicated, but they look fun, but like fighting games, I can understand. I can watch two people play a fighting game and be like, wow, he's real good. However, when I was, I'm going to echo back to when I was kind of watching, it was a couple years ago. Sure. Um, I think it was kind of the first time Injustice was that first year maybe, but Injustice Pretty pretty easy to follow that game, sure. oh, yeah. but when they played Marvel versus Capcom yeah. three or whatever, that game is bananas. Yeah. Like, there's just like lasers going. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? I don't even understand. That's crazy. What's happening? The first time I want to say the first time I saw that was at a barcade in Portland called a uh, uh, oh, crap. I can't remember the name of it. You had me at barcade. This is like the oh, most yeah, amazing, amazing idea ever. Have you ever been to a barcade? No. I went to the what's the one in Portland? I mean, I've been uh, to GameWorks. You can Ground there. Zero. Ground Zero. Zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ground oh, Zero. I've been Ground Zero. I didn't realize Love it was Ground Zero. But I had never seen um, the Marvel versus Capcom game, and I saw this, and I'm like, "What? You will not follow it? No, and you won't." Because Smash Bros booms. is pretty crazy too. When Smash Bros is, correct me if I'm wrong, because obviously I'm <laughs> dumb. But Smash Bros is like multi multiplayer, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. However, in this in this atmosphere, it, it will be one v one. Oh, that's one v one. Interesting. Yeah, Smash Bros but, on Wii U, I think is ten player. Wow. Yeah, so yeah. I mean that, and that's kind of crazy. Uh, again, <laughs> you put ridiculous. two people, it's a little more manageable. But you, there's some, you like if you play Smash Bros um, and you watch competitive people play Smash Bros, it's a <laughs> different whole game. different game. Yeah. It's kind of like they're playing a fighting, like the really intricate fighting games. Um, I think that's true about any competitive level stuff, though. Like, I, I'm like, oh, I'm pretty good at this game. And then you watch someone else play, you're like, you're like no, I'm well, not that these good. people are next level. I'm going to go cry yeah. in a corner now. Right. Uh, but what I, th- I thought was kind of. Um, Oh, to mention this real quick, there was eight games for Evo, and then right now they're letting the population decide the ninth game. Yeah, so yeah. they're indie go-go funding, they're raising money, so whoever raises the most money, that's the ninth game that will and be included. what does included. that money go to? Do you know? I'm sure just the... Them. <laughs> to Evo 17. <laughs> Maybe setting up a bracket and paying yeah, yeah, yeah. the people who win that. Oh, sure. Um, and right now, Pokémon Tournament. Pokémon Tournament, yeah. The, the Pokémon Tekken... Game. I was going to ask where that's at because we got it for our Wii U. And have you have either of you played? that? I haven't played that yet. If I've you been... recall when we talked about it last time, I couldn't even pronounce it correctly. I'm oh, Pokemon! It's crazy. It's a crazy. I, I want to play that. I haven't played it yet. I've so. got it. We should. play oh, it. we should totally play. It's weird. <laughs> um, those fighting games are the funnest couch. Uh-huh. Like the funnest games to sit on your couch and play with buds um, rather than getting smashed on the internet against people who sit there and do that all day. Like we've but, had people over and we've got Mortal Kombat. Uh, what is it? X. Yeah, whatever the X big or bloody XL or, yeah, yeah. whatever the with the with the X-ray things and the bones yeah. and the skulls and the cracking and the stuff and yeah it's whenever we have people over that's nine times out of ten if we fire up a game system it's our PS4 to play that yeah and it's great so I fun. Uh, I booted up so I got my RetroPie working um, over Christmas and I booted up Mortal Kombat because I'm like hey kid look at <laughs> look like, how what, realistic it was twenty years ago <laughs> and it, it like booted up and <laughs> I'm playing I'm like first of all I don't remember 
anything in this game. They're like, finish him. I'm like, I sure would, I sure would like, like to. <laughs> it's like, die. punch him and he dies. One like, right hook. <laughs> if you knew what you were doing, I could have ripped his Finisher. spine out through his head. But you finished like a guy out of the Wii so. Boxing. Like, How old is he kid? Uh, nine. Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah. Hey, nine-year-old kid, um, look, watch oh, me rip this guy's head off. You know who should win the Evo voting thing is Nidhogg. Nidhogg is the greatest fighting game ever. <laughs> I can't believe that that is not um, the one that is winning. But the, the two games that are in the lead right now are Pokemon Tournament at like $11,000, I think, and then Marvel vs. Capcom 3 is at like 15000 So man. Nidhogg, Nidhogg has close. 55 but it's where I'm going to put my money. Yeah. Did you just... Okay. <laughs> um... But I thought looks, that was kind of interesting. It, it does imply that this is for charity, too. So it's not just like <laughs> going to line the, the pockets of the Evo yeah. people. It looks like they're actually giving money away. So, so uh, if you're into fighting games, let's uh, check out Evo in July. Um, I'm excited for Injustice, too. Windjammers gonna, is one of the options. going to play that. But but I thought an interesting question I kind of wanted to pose to, to you guys. Oh, I mean, to make a wish. Sorry. None of us are big fighting game fans. Or maybe we are, but we're not. That good. At I them. used to be a fighting game fan, but uh, up until last year, Super Smash Bros. Melee on the GameCube was the competitive Super Smash Bros. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Um, we, we t- I want to say that we, we, we mentioned, mentioned that, that briefly. Before. We talked about it just because they're having to keep like GameCubes right. alive in order to play this game, which is and, crazy. And well, there was a games. Smash Bros. on the Wii, which was not really adopted for competitive play. Um, now both was there a Smash Bros on the, on the original Wii? Yeah, I thought it's Super Smash Bros Melee or not Melee, but uh, Brawl. Super Smash Bros Brawl. Oh, which I enjoyed, but I, it was not adopted for competitive play, and we kept GameCubes around, I guess, to play Super Smash yeah, Bros yeah, Melee. Yeah. Well, what's it? One system? What system was it that Melee? The Smash Bros game skipped a system. So Smash Bros on N sixty four, Melee on GameCube. GameCube. Brawl on Wii, and we have Super Smash Bros. Wii U. So I thought it's we've had a Smash system. Bros. on every system. Oh, but okay. my question kind of is: is I mean, really. why wasn't Smash Bros. Brawl adopted for competitive play? And maybe it was because of the Wii's funky controls. But at the same time, like as players, like don't is there a service to adopt the new games to like be supportive of that? Or should we just keep playing the old GameCube game because we can? I and this kind of seems like Nintendo's thing because we're like we keep rehashing these old games instead of looking for new Nintendo stuff. Well, I kind of wonder too. Like, I mean, if you would think any of them were going to catch, it would be the one on the Wii because I mean, Jesus, they sold like what a billion of those right, things, right? And I mean. It, it's really strange to me that it, that it wouldn't, especially in the face of having to keep aging hardware around in order to make something work. I mean, it, it just literally does not make sense to me why why even if even if you'd think that even if people weren't going to push it forward, tournament organizers would be like, okay, guys, like, why aren't we moving forward? Yeah. Well, and I mean, there... I, they, you know, they sold well. They they come out on every system, and people just cry for more of them. So. It doesn't make any sense to me. And I'm sure this came down to kind of like balance issues within the game because Smash Bros. Brawl had a lot of characters. Um, And I know there was certain things you could do in the Smash Bros. game that were literally like unbeatable. Like you could do these. I think the Ice Climbers could do this. I can't remember what it was called. It has a goofy name. Um, 
but they could do this little combination and you literally could not escape it and you would just lose. So that was like banned from do you could not uh, do that, that in in these tournament in play. tournament play or whatever. So I understand if there's issues like that why you wouldn't adopt this game. Um so but, I mean, maybe it's maybe it's just even a function of uh Nintendo putting out games more for players and not for tournaments. I mean, right. I think that that's one thing you're seeing these days is a lot of games coming out with esports in mind. Like, we're putting out, I mean, how often do you even read about someone that hasn't put out a game yet, but they're like, you know, this is an esports focused game? Right. Um, you know, because, I mean, there's there's a huge amount of money to be made if your game can become a successful esport. Absolutely. Um, you know, so, so maybe it was just a, a function of. Of Nintendo not not making that choice, um, which I mean is something they did kind of do with Splatoon. Like that was a game that was, and I don't think it's really taken off hugely, but I mean that that is a game with an esports following. So maybe it's just a function of them not positioning it correctly too. So, right. so you might be right; it might be a Nintendo problem, not a player problem. Yeah, but at the same time, I feel kind of it was my responsibility to when they have a new game, like I want to adopt that and. Yeah push that up above the old game. How different are they from like a control perspective? I mean, is it really maybe just so, at this point people you have... Well, if you remember the, the Wii, you I could don't. plug... Oh, no, okay. <laughs> you, no you, you remember your physical Wii. Yeah, how you yeah. could flip the top compartment and plug a GameCube controller in? Yeah. You could, oh, you yeah. could play I forgot about that. the new Super Smash Bros. with a GameCube, GameCube controller, which a lot of people did. Yeah, and they re-released like GameCube compatible or controllers that were compatible with the Wii U yeah. with the GameCube. So people are still playing Smash Bros. with a GameCube controller. <laughs> and they came out with a separate controller for the Pokémon tournament that was it's the Pokémon tournament controller and it's set up in a different way specifically for that game. So, but the question I've got is do you think Smash Bros. Melee is still competitive? Or up to last year was still competitive simply because of a nostalgia, quirky kind of, hey, look it how cool be. we well, are factor. Or is it just that, I mean, these people <clears throat> have, I mean, if you... Because Nintendo's not, I guarantee you, Nintendo's not pushing any money into that tournament Absolutely or pumping not. any kind of anything into it. And it's just people that are like, look how weird we are. I would love to know the makeup of, of people that play that competitively, whether it's people that have been playing that competitively for 15 years and now we're just to the point where like I can't move on to everything anything else because I'm just so good at this game it would be right. dumb for yeah. me to like I've I've invested tens of thousands of hours into becoming a you know competitive you know player on this exact game and that that doesn't transfer enough to the next one for me to yeah. maintain my oh, like I can make money being a yeah. you know playing in tournaments on this version of it but it's not necessarily either. Either there aren't enough tournaments on the new version for me to switch. You know, it's maybe a chicken and the egg kind of thing, or it's just you know I've already invested so much time and money in this that it's silly for me to switch. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's an interesting idea, yeah. um, and it's it's such a strange thing to me that there's even that there is competitive, you know, uh, Smash Bros. Yeah, leagues. I don't, uh, it just e-sport. felt so Nintendo to me because, for example, we're getting. Super Mario Kart 8 Deluxe on the Switch. We're not getting Super Mario Kart 9. We're just... Do you think we will, though? Like, I kind of wonder if this is just that we need more launch titles, and so we're rehashing right, this but one. I, to me, it's so easy to make Super Mar- like Mario Kart 9. Like, why couldn't it... It is, I mean, man, that game sells... Like, that game sells well because it's so polished. Like, right. I, I wonder if it's... I would... And, I mean, you saw this a lot at the first of, like, the current console generation, where... A bunch of games that came out on the Xbox 360 or the PS3 got just instantly remastered, 
up resed a little bit and mm-hmm. dropped on the Xbox One and the PS4. And so I wonder if it's it's more that like, hey, maybe you haven't noticed, but there's only four launch games. We could really use another right. one. <laughs> um, although one of those launch games is going to be World of Goo. I think we're yeah. all very excited about that. Yeah, World of Goo. Um, if you haven't really? played it, it's real fun. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It's I, real yeah. fun. <laughs> but not to spend so much time on the Switch, but it's not like the Switch was going to be a surprise for Nintendo. That's true. I mean, I guess they, like, did, they, they developed, did manage to make they took a the Zelda time game. to <laughs> complete create a whole new system that yeah. does really funky switchy stuff but they couldn't make a new Mario Kart game. I wonder if it's just resources though, you know, like I mean resources are finite regardless of anything. Or maybe so. or maybe Mario Kart 8 was just so good. How do you make a 9? Well, there's that, but since the Wii U didn't sell all that well, it didn't reach yeah, that no much of an audience. Yet, no one's so, played it. Yeah, nobody's really played it. That's the most so valid kind of point ever so far. <laughs> still kind of new. The most amount of people that could have played this game is 13 million people, and there's 350 million people in the United States. So how about like, they just put untapped market. all the Wii U games out on the Nintendo Switch? I wouldn't be surprised. I'll be see very if, interested see if it moves to see consoles. what their... Because there's a bunch of great games. Well, no I, one played them. A lot of great games. I'll be very interested to see what their backwards compatibility... Esque idea is you know what's going to end up on the virtual store and whether the well, switch yeah, can push Wii U games. I mean, because that's like that getting that to work is hard. Like it's not just a matter of pushing them out; it's a matter of getting an emulator that can run on the switch that is powerful enough to emulate a game. So it's, and the switch is going to be cartridge based too, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but that'll so. be fine. I mean, they'd just be downloadable. But it's that's a that. It should be an easy thing to do, and on some platforms, it's easier than others. But even even like Xbox 360 to Xbox One, which have very, very, very similar architecture, it was not an easy thing to do. So I don't know. We'll see. It'll be interesting, hmm. right? So yes, are you ready to scare the crap out of Adam? Because I'm yes. really ready to scare the crap out of Adam. I am I, so easily scared, and I love scary things. And I bet you Adam shrieks, and I bet you it's amazing. I, that's what I'm just thinking. Like yeah. he's like got to be like four octaves above Rob Halford. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I hit a certain pitch and like garage doors start opening. Yeah. His dog's just like... Vroom. Yeah, my the dog's here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the whole neighborhood starts barking. So so this weekend, Adam <laughs> bought Resident Evil 7. I have it. I haven't played it yet. I haven't I haven't downloaded it or installed it or anything. Oh, the only thing I know so about happy. it is the demo that I downloaded when I got my PSVR. I'm so excited about this. Um, and this week, sometime, we are going to all troop over to Adam's house. And Adam, in addition to Resident Evil 7, also has Resident Evil 7 uh, plays on a PSVR, which Adam also has. Mm-hmm, that was a mm-hmm. real roundabout sentence to get to where I'm going. Yes. And, but you followed. But we followed. And we're going we're gonna to hook Adam up into his can't-see-the-outside-world and can only see this haunted plantation and he's going to play some Resident Evil 7 and we're going to figure out how to record it and record him and it's going to be so much fun and I don't know if this is going to end up being a video or if it's going to be on live on YouTube or we should just do it all we're, it's going to be amazing we'll figure though. it out it's, I, I, like I said there's some technology stuff to figure out but I'll have that figured out by the end of the week and it's going to be amazing and I can't wait for it um, and, and frankly like I, I'm kind of excited because I want to see Resident Evil 7 but I sure as I hell do don't want to play Resident yeah, Evil 7 I really want to play it but I want to kind of know if it's good before I buy it yeah, I, I've heard that the first like two or three hours are phenomenal, and then eh, after that we'll see. Yeah. But uh, I'm I'm extremely excited to watch. I bought Adam like play I it. bought it based off of the demo and the fact y'all want to record me doing this right? VR thing. <laughs> like I've read one review and it was stellar. Yeah. yeah. So, so, I, so and I think people have just had like I've heard both sides of things. So I think I think a game like Resident Evil Seven. 
Um, it probably kind of depends on what you want out of it too. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just want to play a survival horror game. Yeah, yeah, right. You don't get a lot of those. Anymore. Have you played the demo for it? The- no, I haven't. I, I downloaded it, it and like I just haven't. Clicked so on it. such a wuss too. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm not meant to play Resident Evil games. I'm really the not. demo on the t- just playing it on the TV and not in VR. The demo alone is just it's creepy. It's yeah. not it's not unbearable, but it's creepy. Yeah, yeah. With that headset on <laughs> it was like i can't even begin to describe how terrifying it was and nothing really happens in the demo like nothing happens yeah you walk up these stairs at one point and you're thinking like you know how the blair witch the original one ended yeah. where it's like what are you doing in the corner and then yeah. just you're walking up these stairs and it's kind of like walking into a room like that yeah. and you're thinking oh my god i'm gonna die or something's gonna nothing happens but the atmosphere Fear. that that game sets yeah. With the sound effects and the soundtrack, quote unquote, not like a music soundtrack, but yeah, like but just the, the actual the sound, sound design, yeah, it is just it's unnerving. I had to take off the headset and finish the demo on Without TV, it. yeah, I, and uh, it still scared the crap out of me. I, if you have not played VR, there is no way to explain to a person that hasn't played VR how all-encompassing it is like you yeah. see those funny and they're everywhere you see someone i saw one over the weekend where a girl was doing was skydiving in, in <laughs> vr just, and so you literally see i love her, how i think this is gonna end right you literally see her like tiptoe out to the edge and, and you can't see what she's playing but you can imagine in your head of her tiptoeing you can see she's walking right up to the edge of that plane and then she jumps out and she immediately falls over <laughs> and and you watch it and you and you laugh because you should but if you've played <laughs> vr you know what what she's going through. Like, yeah, yeah, it is, it's absolutely terrifying. I, I was telling my brother, I played um, a Serious Sam demo um, at PAX last year, and there's a point in it where these like little creepy spider scorpion things attack, kind of attack you. And in my head, you know, I've, I've got these two guns, and I'm shooting things, and in my head I'm thinking, like, if those things get any closer, I'm going to have to kick them out of the way. Because that's what you would do in real life. If, you know, some sort of creepy thing started, you know, crawling upstairs to you, your, your first reaction is to, like, I've got to viscerally get these things away from me. And even even though in you also know my feet don't do a damn thing in VR, <laughs> that's yeah. what you want to do because it feels so real. It is it – is, it's real like, and life. I can't even. I don't. I've never used like the Oculus or yeah, the, the Vive controllers. Yeah, um, I've got because I've just got the PSVR, and I know it's a lower resolution, and it's not as hyper realistic as the other ones tend to be. A lot of it's just field of view, though. Like, you yeah. Have, yeah, and this one doesn't even. And the PSVR doesn't even have that big of a field of view, yeah. even. But it's just enough to trick your brain into actually believing what's going on around yeah. you, and it's. It's freakish and it's so much fun. Well, and that's the thing too is is you know anytime if you've ever watched a horror movie on your TV and just turned out the lights, you know what a big difference that makes. And so imagine if that room was just wrapped around your head. Oh. It's crazy. So mm. it is going to be fun. Um, but can kinda, we have the bleep button handy? <laughs> no, it's, there's going to be a it, lot of be that. On YouTube, we'll just give people a warning that this is <laughs> this is going to feature Adam screeching and swearing a lot. So <laughs> yeah, okay. it'll, it'll be all right. <laughs> you can send me the audio file for whatever video we shoot, and then I can go through and bleep everything. <laughs> it'll out. be perfect. And you can, yeah, we can do that. Um, we're professionals. We're professionals here. Um, I have been talking all, all morning, though, actually, uh, to one of our listeners, Richard, or I'm sorry, Steve. And uh, he uh, talking about Resident Evil a lot. And uh, his personal favorites were uh, two and four, I believe. Uh, let me yeah, two, uh, yeah. Those, I think those are pretty much everybody's 
favorites, those especially critically talking. Yeah, those are the two best. Said of the those series. were just the games that changed his life, and he loved the Resident Evil series up until Re- Resident Evil Six, which I think is also kind of a, a very standard thought. That Resident Evil Six was a little bit nah. It's kind of like yeah, okay, there's another Resident Evil game. Yeah, and you know we were talking about it. And I said you know the reality is is trying to make a consistent series of game across uh, right now what twenty years? years. Yeah, I remember the, playing the first one in ninety five, ninety six. Like that's yeah. really, really, really hard across multiple platforms and you know multiple teams. I mean the the teams there are probably very, very different people than they were before. So, you know, you can always expect, you know, a game to change over time like that. But his big question about Resident Evil was it used to be that, I mean, there's always been a bunch of survival horror games on the market, but really for the longest time it was Resident Evil and Silent Hill. Mm-hmm. And Silent Hill came out and did some great things. And then Silent Hill PT came out and everyone was like, oh my God, what is that? And then they killed it, and they took away the demo, and they've, there's no more Silent Hill, as far as anyone really knows. And so his question is, is, did Resident Evil, did they make a mistake in not capitalizing sooner or faster or better on the lack of Silent Hill? And I would say almost survival horror games in general. That there's, just, there's not that many of them, and the ones that are out there are kind of meh. Like, did they miss an opportunity to to capitalize on that lack of competition and is Resident Evil 7 enough to capitalize on that now? It's a good question. Right? Yeah. That's right? what I thought too. It, it's almost like you can monopolize the whole survival horror genre. Because what survival horror games do we have lately? Yeah. I mean, well, I, well, I was going to say, I think lately, I mean, if you, are you talking across the board because you've got so you've obviously got Resident Evil but then like the games that I downloaded. Yeah, you've got what, Soma, Soma and you've got and, and there's a bunch of there's there's not a lot of like a lot of iconic in, properties or well, franchises indie stuff because yeah. you've got you've got all the amnesia games up till soma but amnesia like those are both they're they're scary don't get me wrong but they're not and you know but they didn't see a huge wide release um and then what, what what's the other one out i want to say it's outlast but outlast no oh, yeah is it outlast yeah. yeah which is also scary but it's a different take on survival horror yeah um and I've heard they're scary, but there's one of them. You know, there's a sequel coming out. But, I mean, that's not – you know, we were talking – I was talking to some other buddies today about the same thing. And, you know, Dead Space was real scary. It Alien was real Isolation cool. was real scary. But then thinking, like, what games were actually real now. scary? Yeah, well, not only what, real scary, yeah. but have come out in the last couple of years. Like, I mean, there's been kind of a drought of survival horror. And that was a gap that Resident Evil could have filled and really didn't. I mean, Resident Evil 6 – was not I didn't play it. Uh, I've nobody, actually nobody not played. Did. I've yeah. only played. I played Resident Evil one, two, four, and five. I played yeah. a bit of five, and that wasn't really a horror game. It was no. more action, which it yeah. was a good. It game. was a good game. It was a, it was a strong game, but it was, it was not. It was a survival really, horror. It, it was scary. action horror. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, and I think, and I think that maybe, and maybe that's just what the the genres become, or what they thought people wanted. But yeah. I mean, yeah. there's a, and I guess pe- they're probably right. Most people probably just want to play. And maybe, Zombies. Maybe that's actually the truth, though, is that there's there are when you think about horror movies in terms of, or horror in terms of movies, there are two very prominent kinds of horror movies. Really, there are your kind of slasher horror movies that that would probably be more like an action game, right? Like, yeah, or, I, you know, if you really think about this, they're they're bloody, they're full of action stuff. And then there's, you know, horror suspense movies that you may never even see anyone get killed. Like, everything may happen off screen. Everything might just be done mm-hmm. through building fear and suspense. I mean, I'm getting of, scared. Love or I'm hate so scared the Blair right Witch Project, which a lot of people felt both ways about it. I, I always thought it was kind of a good movie. That movie did a... Which movie? Blair Witch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie did a lot of really good things without 
a lot of scary oh, yeah. stuff happening on camera. Um, but like so, but like The Last of Us, I would call The Last of Us survival horror. Absolutely, it scares the crap out of me. <laughs> and I'm you're trying to survive. Yeah, yeah. And it's pretty horrific. <laughs> it is. But therefore, it's therefore, but and here too. I, that. But that definitely has like this big blockbuster feel to it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's, it's very cinematic. It's and I think that that maybe is the differences, and that's what Resident Evil could have and should have been bringing to that. I mean, it's a big game. It's a AAA game developed by a AAA developer that presumably has a lot of money. They kind of flubbed six, um, you know, and and all intents seven looks good. And, and a lot of people, a lot of the, the stuff I've been seeing on Twitter is people saying. They fixed all the problems with it. You know that this was the game I wanted, and this is the game I got. So hopefully, Seven can be that game for us. Um, it'll be real interesting to see, and we're going to get to see it with Adam doing it. So yeah, and well, hopefully, to answer his question, hopefully that with the vacuum that Silent Hill kind of left, left, yeah, that Resident Evil it. didn't really fill in. Maybe this is the game that kind of fills in that space after what ten years. Well, and who knows? Maybe Kojima's new game. I mean, it's not come out until like twenty twenty. But uh, what's it called? I forget now. Um, that one with the dead people? Something. <laughs> I can't remember. I don't know. Even I've like read the name like 900 times, yeah. times today. You know, maybe, maybe that can be. It's got a lot of the same people that were in the PT demo kind of working on it. So maybe maybe that could be something too. Although I don't I don't think they've even released a genre yet. They've just released two, three really weird commercials. So who knows? <laughs> but uh, weird, weird commercials are in right now. Right. <laughs> I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to play it. And I mean, you kind of got to RIP Silent Hill, that game. Those were great, great, great games. Um, hopefully that IP stays alive somehow. So that would be nice. Comes back. Um, Fun. couple things to wrap up. We're going to talk about cheap games because Xbox has released their list. And um, it's almost February. And it's almost February. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like Sony's going to release their list until today is the 30th. Probably um, Wednesday. They think actually tomorrow um, it'll be the first, so we don't know yet. But, the man, the Xbox list this month is so freaking good. Um First, uh, starting on February 1st, actually, is Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time for the Xbox One. Sounds which like my love life. It does, It's and it's not at all. It's so good. It I absolutely really cool. adore this game. Um, it's set in this really weird spacey universe um, where a bunch of bunnies... <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Because uh, bunnies love. Uh, you know what bunnies do. Bunnies yeah, love. They, they love multiply. a lot, um, frequently. You know, we're like the kind of keepers of this love stuff, and then it got shattered, and the bunnies were thrown across the universe, and you play these characters on this big round spaceship that have to go and rescue all it's these the bunnies. Death star. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and bring love the back to this, this bunnies you know, on a Death Star. To this solar system. And uh, if you play it as a one player game, I don't even know how it works. Um, but as a two player game, one of you gets to fly the ship, and then one of you controls the guns and the shield. And if you play it as a three player game, then one of you can control the ship, and one of you can control the shield, and one of you can control the guns. And if you add a fourth player, like you can have two people on guns. And so the more people you play, it gets a little bit easier, but it's, it's just frantic and so much fun. Um, I played it three player with my wife and kid, and we had such a good time doing it. Um, you just, you know, there's bad guys that attack you, and planets you have to dodge, and this kind of fog of war on each level that you have to like craft through and explore and it's it's beautiful and it's very i mean a ga- as a game called lovers in dangerous space time would be it's bright and pink and like 
flashy and <laughs> the bosses are crazy. Like one of this giant like bear marionette thing. It's <laughs> it's really 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 fun. I cannot recommend that enough. I'm um, super excited to play that. Yeah, it's it's great. Go, it makes go me get wish it. I had and, an Xbox. Well, and and it's gonna be. You have a PC though. You can get it on the PC. Ah, oh, I can. Um, well, I yeah. Okay. You should. And it's on sale all the time too. It's real fun. Okay. Um, but then uh, same day, Monkey Island Two Special Edition for Xbox 360 forward compatible. The Xbox One's coming out. Monkey Island. I mean, a huge player in kind of that adventure game genre. Super super fun. Um, and then 16th through the 28th on 360, you're going to get uh, Star Wars The Force Unleashed, which, if you have not played, is super fun. Absolutely phenomenal. I, can't, I can never remember, because I've played both 1 and 2. Is do, do either of you know if 1's the one where you start out playing as Darth Vader? I think that's I think the it's, second one. Is, that the, is I, it the second one? I only think that because I, I, I remember playing like the demo for it. I'm not sure. I can't remember, but God, those games are both so good. They're both kind of replayable because you can, I mean, you can play each of those games at least twice because you can play once as a good guy and once as a bad guy. And it's a very different game depending on whether you're using good force powers or bad force powers. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's so much fun though to play a game as a Jedi that you have all the powers that you see Jedi use, but don't get don't get used in video games a lot. Like, I mean, there's nothing cooler than a X-Wing flying by and you reaching out with your force grab and slamming it into a wall. Nice. Like, it's, <laughs> it's amazing. And it's a little bit older, but it's still super fun. And then the last one, 16th through uh, March 15th on Xbox One, is Project Cars Digital Edition, which I don't know anything about because I don't really do car racing games. But Sweet. If you I do. I think it's a pretty good car simulator. It's a simulator, though. It's not... It's not like a need for speed or so it's, it's like uh, a burnout. It's, a, it's more in the Gran Turismo or Gran Turismo uh, Forza, Forza, those style That's even games. less my style of car racing um, games. Looks real pretty. Yeah. Um, that's my style. It's free. I think <laughs> that's, that's everyone's definitely style. Definitely my style. That, so I mean, if you like driving cars, that'll that, be fun. This is an amazing month for Xbox Gold, though. Yeah. I mean, those are just four well like i don't like i don't know about cars but those are three games that are terrific mm-hmm. so i'm excited um and lastly we're going to talk small bites we haven't done mobile games for a little while because uh i don't know we don't play mobile games yeah, every I, week i do but i always play the same the same mobile game over I, and over and over well again. i play the same mobile game until i'm like okay i'm done and then i'm like what's this new flashy shiny thing that wants to charge me money that's never going to get any <laughs> it's pokemon go it's pokemon no. go oh which i redownloaded of course because i unrooted my phone i unrooted my phone so i was able to play it again because those turds broke the game for people who had rooted or jailbroken phones they, they broke the game for people that illegally you know screwed up their phones Mm-hmm. So anyway, I've got the game back and all my stuff is still intact, which nice. is really weird. But uh, I've been playing that again and I'm enjoying all the new features that Very everybody's cool. been enjoying for the last four months. <laughs> it's quite lovely. But I'm also playing that stupid Golf Clash game nice. that I talked about the last time. Yeah, yeah. I, that's, it. It's so stupid. I love it. I love it. And they actually make it really easy for you to get coins and these things to spend on stuff without actually without having actually to spend money. money. That's so it kind of keeps you game. engaged. It keeps you coming back because they... They did it right. That's how you do yeah. a pay-to-play kind of game. It's yeah, perfect. I'll have to try that out. That sounds yeah, yeah. fun. Um, what I'm going to talk about is actually not free. It is a premium game. It's, I think, $3. It's called Splitter Critters. Well, that's and just too much. This looked real fun. It's okay. real fun. It's it's a game I've been following for like six months, mostly because my wife – my wife was actually the one that found it the first time. Oh, and look at that. It's only on iPhone. 
It's coming out on Android, though. Okay. It just barely released on iPhone. It came out on, like, Tuesday of last week. Um, but literally, I think my wife has asked me about once a week, like, is Splitter Critters out yet? I'm like, what? Um, it came out on Tuesday. She's already beaten it. Um, and was really, really pissed off that there was only, like, 42 levels. And then, oh, and then, like, <laughs> Right? And then, like, last night at dinner, she's, she's like, wanted to show me something, brought it up, and there's this, this little moon that came up. She's like, oh, there's another five levels, and was super excited. I don't think went to bed last night until she beat him. So um, the whole premise of the game, though, is every level there is a an alien or multiple aliens and a spaceship that they have to get to. Yeah, I just watched the trailer. Go watch the trailer. It's, it's very cool. Splittercritters.com. And you can uh, split the level in half in order to bring them. So, if, for instance, if the critters, the alien critters were on the low part of the level and the spaceship was on the top part of the level, you can split that level in half and then drag them together so they can walk across the you know newly put together land to get over the spaceship. And then, it, you know, as good puzzle games get, it just gets more and more and more complicated. You get a limited number of splits you can do to do it and it's super fun it's made by two guys out of Vancouver and uh, it's just fun it's a great mobile game runs on iPad iPhone right now Android's coming I think there's also a Steam version of it coming nice but for three bucks it's super fun Um, we'll very much scratch that puzzle itch the puzzles are short and small so and it's totally the game you want to play on a phone or an iPad exactly because like Fruit Ninja or whatever, it's like it's very visceral, just like swiping the, and splitting the screen. Like, yeah. And it's cool. Like it's, it's one of those games that I've been watching for a while because my wife was so interested in it. So I follow both the guys on Twitter. And it's been interesting watching them kind of talk through the evolution of this game and, you know, how, you know, originally the splits were kind of, they weren't really exciting. And, and one day they like, you know, we can make these splits look like you ripped a piece of paper in half. And so they read it, all their visuals and it's, it's been cool to kind of watch the development of it too. So nice. yeah, it looks really, it looks really cool. I like that art style too. Yeah. It, the art style is real cool. cute and fun and all the aliens are cute. And I th- there's some kind of enemy aliens that are dun, also dun, dun. cute, but bad, you know, they'll eat your bad. Guys. Cute. Yeah. You know, and there's lasers and it's fun. Pew, so pew. definitely, definitely check that pew, out. Pew. Uh, exactly. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> lasers help everything. Right. But I think that's actually us for this week. Mm, yeah, um, it's a good. Uh, I will continue to pimp our YouTube page because. We, oh yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. We really, really, really want to hit fifty, and then we really, really, really want to hit a hundred subscribers because it just lets us do things like actually name it, so I can tell you where to go, um, which would be real cool. We're up to twenty-eight subscribers, so on YouTube, on YouTube. So wow, sweet. I'm wondering. So my friend Will, we went and saw Margaret Cho this past weekend. Nice. How was it? Uh, she was great. Yeah, yeah. She was great. Um, but he, we were talking about. He was talking. He's like, "Yeah, I listen to the podcast," and I was like, "What? You listened? <laughs> Holy crap!" And uh, he really liked it, and he was so proud of it. So I was like, "Yeah, I subscribed," and I'm like, "To our you?" He's because he's like, "I want you to get that URL," and I'm like, "So you subscribe to our YouTube channel?" He's like, "No, just your <laughs> podcast." I'm like, mm, "Okay, well, you're trying." It's, so we appreciate it. I, I'm actually <laughs> extremely happy. We've uh, like I I feel like almost famous um, because we've had quite a few people reach out on Facebook and Twitter that we don't know. And say that they like the podcast and they enjoy listening to us. They were um, not even paying for their as far as we're their favorite gaming podcast. Yeah. But and from all over the US too. It's been fun. Uh, I talked to a guy from Louisiana and it's it's great. Um, we're happy that you guys like it. So go go like our YouTube too. Um, I posted uh, full playthroughs of Toby the Secret Mine up there. I posted full playthroughs of um, Like the whole game? Rise and Shine, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
I know, right? Like 10 hours of Rise and Shine? Uh, no, it felt that way. I actually edited all my dying out, so okay. it's actually very concise. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I got a little montage in there, though. I know, yeah, yeah. There's some, there's some fun stuff up there, but... Uh, Exactly, yeah, a little bit of uh, yakety sacks. <laughs> but uh, I post a lot of the stuff I play up there, so there's that. Adam's stuff will go up there once we scare the crap out of him in Resident Evil. But that's that's cool for us. And uh, obviously you can catch us on Twitter and Facebook at Bite Me Podcast and uh, BiteMePodcast.com. Yes. And uh, see all the fun stuff we do. So mm-hmm. that's another week. Bite me. Yeah, and if 11. you've got fun videos, at, like if anybody has a PSVR and they like go, because when I play the VR thing, I go, I'm stupid. <laughs> like I'm just dumb. I'm bouncing around and I'm like praying to God I don't trip on a cord or something and screaming like a baby. So I know people have enjoyed watching me do that and make an ass out of myself in my living room. So I'm if, so excited about this. Oh, yeah, I'm, it's, it's it's an experience. Trust me. Um, but I want to see other people. Other I want to. I want to make sure I'm not the only don't one who does that. One. I don't want to be lonely. And if you have questions, stuff you'd like us to talk about, stuff you're interested in, make sure to hit us up: Facebook, Twitter, email, bite mm-hmm. me, b y t e me at bitemepodcast.com. We uh, we love to talk to people. So uh, so send us your thoughts, and uh, maybe you'll, you know we'll talk about it on the next show. Sweet, bite me. Bite me. Bite me.